This is the Bar Stewards Enquiry. You are talking absolute rubbish. Absolute rubbish. In, in what way? You are an underachiever in life. You were, I saved your bacon one time. You were gone. Well, I couldn't save you. I, I don't know if you are, but you said the right thing. But well, that's why you don't know anything about racing, John. I, I didn't say I do. Right? I'm saying that. What have what you contributed to racing? You are one of these take-out merchants. Take out all you can. And a big warm welcome to the Bar Stewards Inquiry Weekend Podcast, where this weekend we've got Newmarket, Haydock, the Rose of Lancaster, and the Curra, the Phoenix Stakes. Joining me <laughs> to discuss the, the, these, these races and best bets are uh, clockwise. I don't, I don't know why you said clockwise, left to right, right to left. Uh, John Lane, good evening, John. When you say clockwise, is this your first one that you mentioned is the one you most want to clock? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah definitely. Uh, so, John Lane, good evening, John. And good evening to Quentin Franks and Andy Richmond. Good evening, chaps. Good evening. Yes, hopefully we'll be able to... Um, um, get some winners uh, this weekend and um, some interesting actions, to say the least. We'll get straight on with the best bets then. And John, I'm going to come straight to you first of all for your third best. It won't surprise you to know that uh, my third best bet is at my local red car. Yeah, I kind of expected that. Go on. Um, this is in the 435 and this is Happy Tim's Red Astaire. Ah, yeah. Uh, this one spent most of his working life slogging around this shithole. So, <laughs> But uh, for one for uh, to Carlisle, which didn't particularly so um slightly elongated break since then. Um it was the run before that that interested me where he gained his mark as an unfancied eighteen to one port behind Knightswood, uh round here over ten. He's a Chamberly Park bred horse, which is what also attracted my attention. He's out of mare about uh, out of mare who's out of rushing rhythm, and this ought to be his trip. I think this weak race is probably tailor-made for him. Um, he's very, very backable at 12s each way, sadly, so I'm going to wanker him. Are you wankering for half a point each way at 12s am, yes. with, with the Kurtz, with Denise? Yes, good evening, Denise. Yes. <laughs> Three pegs for John, uh, 12s uh, with the Stoke. Outfit. Good luck with that, John. Red Astaire for Happy Tim at his local. Quentin Franks, I'm going to come to you for your third best. All right, my third best comes in the sweet Solera Lee. Um, I'll have my one point on Nova Kai. Um, Colbert trained and Clifford Lee up. Um, suitable figure on debut, slow early pace, um, sectional upgrade on there, uh, fast finishing speed and it doesn't really look a group, uh, deep group three to be honest you've got Ivory Madonna who kind of fluffed her copybook when a skinny price in a in a HQ novice the other week Lady Alara was well positioned off a, a strong pace at Sandown Alasu run of the race in a, a steadily run affair at Newmarket that, that form is middling and the rest don't really appeal on the on the clock and on the on the form to be honest um She's been nibbled away in the market. She's under the 30. I had a, a, a bit shorter, a shade under 5-2. to two. Um, The main market rivals, obviously, Lakota Sioux. But 
she flashes her tail and I just can't have her. I don't like tail flashes and I'm quite happy to, to give her a swerve at the price. Um, so one point with no fire. Good stuff. Seven or two with Baldy. If you, if, you, if, you, if you can get on with a billiard ball. Um, Nova, Nova Kai there for Quentin. Uh, big, big stride um, uh, on on this filly. Um, I, I, I really do... Um, has it been measured? Uh, yeah, it has actually. Uh, stride form. Uh, I think I've, I've, I've seen this. And if, if I'm quoting this wrong, then, then strike me down. It's 24.48, um, which suggests... Um, you know, like really, it wants a mile now at, at two. At, at Suggests to me, I don't know what the fuck stride form is. Cause stride it's, form. Um, is so, that right? Yeah, it's meters. I, I mean, obviously, the, it's the, it's the bigger the stride in essence, and the and the 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 slower the what's the word that the 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 cadence. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. I've, I lost the word. Um, like when and, Sam Alley used to say, "Man, that couldn't cover some ground." Yeah. <laughs> You see, that's it. I mean, this is this is the language we like. It's, it's straightforward and it's easy to understand. Um, none of this cadence nonsense and 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 yeah, it, it literally is. Yeah, that that can't cover some ground. Mm. So another guy for uh, for Quentin. Um, I think I think he's probably possibly right on that. And I'd only like I'd only think a crawl uh, would probably get it beat, but. I, don't really see that happening. So, so Novakai for Quentin, 1.72 with the billiard ball. Andy Richmond, coming to you. Right. Well, tomorrow's racing is such pish. It is. I've had, I've had to go to Sunday. All right. Fair, fair play. <laughs> such pish tomorrow. A uh, few points on tomorrow before we get on to the one pointer. <laughs> what is the point of having the racing league? Uh, the I always call them the human league. I want to call it sometimes. <laughs> Uh, the Sunday series and the Shergar Cup all within four days. Now, what genius brought that up? It, that, is, it, it is a bit overkill. Absolutely ridiculous. And just to di- digress slightly, why are not nights with the racing league? Why are we not educate? If we have got all these new people, which I don't believe for a minute, in, why are we not educating about betting for a start? Yes. Uh, on some of the TV shows who are riding the biggest pissing gravy train ever. And the colours. Why do we have to have team colours? It must be a nightmare for the commentators. Hats off to hats off to all of them, uh, yeah. especially Anthony Innes last night and whoever's doing the Shergar Cup. Because you explain a, a, a colour to and, people. Another point with that, Andy, is about, we, we have the colours, but in the racing post, it doesn't say what fucking team they're in. I couldn't really no. see what team they're in, to be quite honest with you. No, it's but if they're going to be in different colours and push the team aspect... It yeah. for them if it was a seven to one winner, it could be trained on fucking Timbuktu for all I care. <laughs> but, yeah. but it will it will it will never work. There's a few other points about the Shergar Cup which I shall make under my two point bet, which is actually at Ascot, but it's only because a certain person is riding it. Anyhow, let's crack let, let, let's crack, let's <laughs> crack on. Um the one pointer is gonna be Rambuso Creek in the 4.45 at Haydock on Sunday, in the Sunday series, which I think is actually very good, apart from the time it's on, which is not really 
<laughs> not really conducive, is it? But um, not for know. families, no. Um, but the, the fair play, fair play to the boys at Skybet for sticking the old dough in. And I actually quite like some of the stuff they've done around that, some of the features and stuff like that. I think it's pretty decent. Uh, and if we're going to go down the route of sticking money into things like this, that's probably the best of them. Anyhow, Rambuso Creek. Um, I thought you ran a really good race, uh, penultimate race. It was at Beverly when he came fourth of 10 over five furlongs. Um, and he just did. They never got a run, basically. And uh, Kevin Stott decided to take the inside route at Beverly, which sometimes is never the best thing to do. And um, he just couldn't he just couldn't get through. Um, and he was trying to follow up his first win there, which I thought was pretty good when he came back first time back from wind surgery. He then ran last time out of Pontifract, which was a pretty decent run. Uh, it was one of those days that he tried to come from off the pace it was one of those when we had we've sort of reverted to original Pontifract where it's hard to come from off the pace and he couldn't catch the front runner still think he's in pretty good form it's stepping him up to six furlongs which I think he stays he's only ever had one go at it but you're always in that lap of the gods with the uh, the draw aspect at Haydock as well to know what uh, Kirkland's done with the old watering can um, but one point seven to one seems fair enough to me Rambuso Creek no, good stuff in savage form. Interesting that you say about the trip, Andy, because um, I've always thought Rambusa Creek very laid back individual. So yeah, I've, always, yeah. I've always found it very strange that he, you see these five furlong types be like really wired up and things, and he's not that sort of no. type. He's very laid back and takes things. Travels well. Travels yeah, so nice. I think he's better than his mark. And he just, you know, that wind surgery might. Just, he's been the last two runs. I think he's just, they just, the race just hasn't fallen right for him. Um, and I just think, you know, he, it's good. Fifty, I think it's fifteen runners in the race. It needs to fall right. But I thought seven to one wasn't the worst. And I say tomorrow's racing is not, not to the best. Fair play, um, you know, fair play for that. Um, I'm so that's Andy's one point on Rambuso Creek on Sunday at Haydock at the seven to one. Uh, I'm a very disappointing beast this week, and uh, I'm my one point bet goes in the one thirty at the Curra, and uh, Al Riffar um, for the baby Joseph. Um, <laughs> I think the baby Joseph will land the first two, and 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 I, I want. My bets this week, I want people to do them in trebles. I, I, I genuinely, I genuinely, I'm strong on all three. Uh, five to four, Paddy Power, Betfair, Al Rifar. Uh, I know they think a lot about the one that won Hans Anderson um, at, at, at the Curra, and this horse did everything wrong and would have beaten it on any other day had it done things right. Um, I don't see five to four lasting. I know um, the lads have got Boy <laughs> Scout in there. Uh, for for Brian Moore, I, 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 if that if that's better than that, then it's sad very scouting nuts. Yeah, I I I I mean I'd look. I mean, let's say Boy Scouts very. I'd, I'd be amazed if that beats that. I I just will. Uh, so anything odds against Al Riffar uh, get stuck in. Uh, that's my one point win bet. Five to four. Paddy Power bet fair for the McMonigle for the baby Joseph. Okay, swing it back round. Andy coming straight back to you for your. Two point. Okay. Despite my despite my my fears over the uh, the Shergar Cup, which uh, I know we're not going to give we're going to give a fairly wide berth to. Fair yes. play. People like it. They like it. That's fair enough. I'm not going to moan to matter. There's eight races this year. I think I did think again just to slight slightly. I did think that James Knight made an excellent point on um, on Twitter this morning about the use of reserves there. That there are at least two races where you just can't have a bet. 
Absolutely. Because if the reserve comes in, it's going to completely yeah. flip the market. And I thought that was an excellent point. And that's something they really do need. If they're going to carry it on, it's been going, what, 23 years now? Um, if they are going to do it, then you do need to think about that that aspect of it. Because you can you, you can stick a reserve in up to 45 minutes before the race. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was, a, that was an, an excellent point. And again, the same point with the racing league. Where's all the education around it? Do we know who's coming back to racing, all these things? No, we don't. John always makes that point, and I fully agree with him. There's absolutely no research done on that to say that it's actually growing racing and the betting angle, again, will get completely forgotten. But you know, that's a, it's a dirty word, betting, at the moment, isn't it? It is. They don't believe in the product um, under Hey-ho. Hey-ho. Right. We are going to go for, to the Search Shergar Cup, 3.55 at Ascot, Bo Pedro. Now, the, the last time out uh, was his first run for Mr O'Mara. Uh, ridden by Danny Tuddo, and this time we've actually dropped quite lucky because we got Frank on. Frank Spencer's on this time, yes, and he does ride the old uh, trip uh, to Ascot exceptionally well. Now the sectionals and the pace map told the story of the uh, this, the race on Saturday that I want to focus on with Bo Pedro. We had little or no chance in that one mile a Porsche handicap, uh, which was run at a criminally slow pace through the first five furlongs until the pace quickened up in the final three. In that scenario, as we all know, it's highly unlikely that horses coming from off the pace, such as Bo Pedro, are going to have much of a chance. And so it proves uh, so much so that despite running the around the last, five, last three furlongs in 35.19 seconds, a time faster than the three that beat him. This was his first run for the uh, Murray Yard since leaving Jesse Harrington for 80,000 guineas. I'd be surprised if he didn't add to his winning tally up to a mile in a handicap, more, hopefully more strongly run than this one. He certainly ran a fine race against an obvious pace bias here. Omira Omara has a good record with horses of a similar profile. Couple of points on him at around seven to one with Mr. Spencer on board will be my uh, sole bet in the uh, Sugar Cup. Lovely stuff. Uh, I, I like your case. I, I do. I think that's that's a really good case you've made. Um, Bo Pedro, yeah, second start for Omira. Um and uh, Frank on board. Um, there's but... actually an, there's actually another one that I like at the, in the Shergar Cup. Unfortunately, we've got Ailey Turner riding it, so I'm back. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! It could be worse. You could have the Canadian Quentin Emma Jane Wilson oh. in the saddle. My, my, uh, the horse the horse is actually it's been backed off the board. It's a horse called uh, Manakan mm-hmm. and really well at Chester last time when they overwatered the. Uh, they know well. They tried to do a, a, a Pontefract, haven't they? Which they've done at the last couple of meetings there. Where I'm not sure the old waterings. I think they've overwatered the inside, which is like a swamp now, and everything's weird around the outside on the hair rail. Watch the last two Chester meetings. It's very really like that. It is. It is. It's, Chester's absolutely knacking it up. Yeah. So well, Pedro, two, yeah. two two points for, points for Andy at seven. <clears throat> come back to me again so I, I like to be very disappointing to you all um <laughs> you certainly disappointed a man on twitter this week he was calling you out wasn't he so oh yeah yeah absolutely oh yeah seriously oh you yeah your shit your shit i agree you've, got, I you've sure. got to get all the critical people as a special on the show we're all clear the decks. You can host it or I'll host it. Yeah, yeah. And all the critical people have come on and have a go at tipping for a week. There you go. Yeah, it's, it's not easy. Um, so, anyway, the second one in, in my treble this week, but again, for staking purposes, 205 race at the Curra. 
Madly Truly again for the baby Josie, five to two with Skybet, Paddy Power, Betfair, um, and Sporting Index. They've decided to price up. Good old Sporting Index. Um, but yeah, Madly Truly uh, shaped brilliantly, I thought, at Leopardstown. Um, finished in front of Unless, despite having a worse trip. Um, got got chopped off on the rail, finished with absolute gusto in the closing stages. I'm convinced this is a very useful horse. Uh, physically, um, I really like Madly Truly. And yeah, there's nothing not to like about it. Um, I think it'll improve a lot for debut. I was quite surprised at, at the tenderness of the ride, actually, on debut. It, 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 was, it was tender to say it had... A sort of a, a nice position early. He, he conceded ground. He, he let he let things happen in front of him. He wasn't too interested, but yeah, he, he came on really strongly. So madly, truly, I, I think I think it's going to uh, improve plenty stones uh, for 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 that debut. Uh, so five to two is absolutely ginormous. I shall be uh, getting stuck into that. And as always, you could run into one. We know what these current maidens can be like. Um, you know, delightful makes its debut for the lads. Um, so who knows? You know, you might end up uh, running into running into uh, any any a Phillies mile winner. It could be anything you you end up running into. But but yeah, uh, madly truly, I really liked the horse physically and everything. So I was very confident. So two points win for me at five to two. I could give you a little. I could give you a little negative stat on the um, the horse you mentioned there, delightful, and one on Salt Lake City. Um, oh, oh, Aidan O'Brien, with his unraced Galileo two-year-olds, uh, has got a shocking record. First time out, ten from one hundred and sixteen. Um, Which I is dreadful. I quote the eight percent strike rate, but that's bollocks because we hate those. Because and you should always quote the winners above expected. Which is I'm going to start a campaign soon to get them on telly to put it in context because I've heard so many bad stats this week. Absolute rubbish. I even heard somebody say this afternoon that uh, the progeny of Dandy Man are having a good year. What a load of horse nuts that was. Yeah. And, and, and for ten from one hundred and forty two. And if you'd have backed all of them, you'd be losing. I don't know. I've, I've got the I, had the. I had the figures here. They were. You'd be losing substantially. <laughs> so, Lazy punditry. Well, yeah, exactly. I won't say who it was, but um, it was. Uh, there has been many examples this week. But <laughs> I'm not saying these are going to get beat. But Salt Lake City delightful would have the stats against them. Ten from 116. The unraced two-year-olds uh, from uh, Galileo's from the O'Brien yard. In fact, if you'd have backed them all over the years, you'd have been doing 51 points at SP. Aye, aye. We're doing it in. We're doing it on the Galileo's. <laughs> Good stuff, Andy. Great, probably great. both go and win now, but you know. I know. It's notably short-priced ones, which I've, which I've laid. I've not laid the, the big-priced ones, but the, the shorter ones, I always think it's a little bit of a negative. Good stuff. Quentin, coming to you, please. Yeah. Best bet comes in the oh, 7.15 at F, six furlong, two-year-old maiden race. Um, it, it's a poor race, in all honesty. <clears throat> I like to keep checking the race was um, was over six furlongs. I was surprised they, they kept Tyrone's poppy to this, well, dropped Tyrone's poppy back in trip, um, given how quickly he finished off, off a suicidal gallop um, last time out at Catterick. But he, he's one I want to be against. The time was poor that day. He caught the eye and they put him in short enough in the market. Uh, the, the one I want on side is thank you, appreciate. Um, green on 
David at first, slightly slowly away on the back foot and gradually kept on well enough. Um, improved for that for air, took a took a decent posse up, travelled, found found trouble about a furlong out, and then another bit of trouble around 50 yards from home. Time looks fine, forms middling. Uh, the Dodds thing went and won the Goodwood Nursery, which isn't a strong nursery. Um, a couple have been beaten in behind. Um, physically, she's he's one even that's going to keep on improving with racing. Um, the, the other rivals' penalty charge is very small and lacks uh, lacks substance. They gelded him, put the visor on. Not sure there's much more to come there. Farhi thing's going to need nurseries. Um, the Wolford horse was down the slower inside at Southall, but that form took a knock at Brighton today, and that's going to need a longer trip. Um, it's not much depth to this. Um, we're the John Quinn horse. We're not really here. That's already been beaten by my one, and then uh, shaped again like seven furlongs would be needed when when out sped at Catterick. The Dodds, other horse, Mondia least has a poor record first time out. I don't think Michael Dodds has had a first time out winner this season. Uh, the main danger is probably the uh, Kevin Ryan horse, who's related to a 88 rated uh, winner of handicap and a group three winner in Italy but seven to two is overpriced for thank you appreciate no good stuff a great case made because if thank you appreciate uh, just just steps forward slightly uh, from those first two efforts you'd be thinking that Kevin Ryans would probably have to run to you know going on 80 um, 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 to win that Quentin would I be right in saying that Yep, eighty, eighty, low eighties. You'll probably have to run to with a with a three pound claim as well. So yeah, mm, no, seven or twos. Sadly, only one firm up, but seven or twos more than fair. That will do. Seven or two, two points uh, for Quentin. Thank you, appreciate of Nigel Tinkle seven fifteen air. Thank you very much, uh, John Lang. Yeah, again, sadly predictable. This one is the <laughs> five ten at Red Cat. And equally predictable, it's another one for Happy Tim. This is Prophesize. This one's took a couple of runs to get fit this season, and since then there's been a model of consistency without actually getting his head in front. Certainly been hitting his mark the last three terms, and in contests like this, which, I mean, they have one of these miles and six races every tricks here at Redcar, and they could run them in a farmyard because they're full of geese. Hitting uh, <laughs> the mark is usually enough, and um, that should see us in the payout queue. I think Tim should be claiming up this time as well. And I think the three pound might just be enough to get Professor's head in front. I'm going to have to each way a wank at the horse because uh, there might be a little doubt whether he'll put his head in front, but uh, I, I think it's very, very solid each way proposition in this race. One each way, seven and one, four places, John, with the Kurtz. Beautiful. <laughs> Only thing I'll say this, though, uh, you, you might have two two things, either a rule four, because you've got the cock watchers in as five to four, five. They're, they're trying to land McIver's Feeds £100,000 bonus. Oh, they um, <laughs> They've, uh, they, they, they scrambled in today at Thirsk. Uh, they, they obviously won at Catterick, so now they're going back to the Lurkle, um, where they disappointed on stable debut. But obviously the race didn't work out. It was too slowly run. But uh, a slowly run race will probably get it beat, as we saw on uh, first run for, for the uh, Omar Yard. But an interesting thing. John, do you think the feed man can survive um, if 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 
if uh, the, the cop watchers take the hundred grand off him. He might put a contract out on them when they've got to far winners. <laughs> <laughs> it might go missing like Shergar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up in a container in Runcorn. <laughs> Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, That finishes the two-point round, so I'm going to quickly kick on with the three-pointers. Again, more disappointment from me. I'm having to tip at the Shergar Cup. I mean, I I said I wouldn't. I said it's not for me, this this gig. But I found my very best bet runs here. 4.30 race, the the mile and a half race, Uh, the the Shergar Cup classic handicap. Uh, Hamake of the shirt. Four to one, Frank Spence. I'm hoping this doubles up with Andy's. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, Frank has a good day for once. We better um, get Frank for top jock then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, I mean, Hamaki has got absolutely shedfuls in hand for me because um, I think he's done ever. I, I had a good bet on the Gosden horse to beat. Uh, Hamaki last time was it the uh, I think it was the decorated night one the uh, night of honor um, and I was absolutely gutted because uh, the yard fancied it strongly the yard was saying this is very well enough 87 blah you know you get the old blah and the, the, the you know my, my times backed it up and I, I thought night of honor will win and I was very confident at the nine to four two to one in the morning had a monster bet it didn't win Hamaki did it um, completely out finished it in the closing stages steps up to a mile and a half for the first time um, and I think that will see uh, the required improvement to defy the five pounds I would be very surprised if anything has got any more in hand than Hamaki in this race I mean yes I have been touched off a few times this year but I think Hamaki is the biz at a mile and a half if Spencer gets it right it's a good drawing stall seven and uh, I expect Tamaki to do the biz. So, four to one, three points on the noggin uh, for me to kick things off as a maximum bet and get that treble on. If you want to do a Trixie as well, get the Trixies and trebles on. I really like my three, and I'm due. I've had a, I've had a lot of shit bets. Um, <laughs> so, so, so I'm bound to get something right. Um, there we go. Uh, okay, next, Andy Richmond coming to you for your Big Macs. Right, I've got to, I've got to, go, I've got to go back to Sunday. I've got to go back to my my local, yeah, um, Adoc, and I've got to say this horse has been unlucky on two occasions now. Well, you know, probably the first occasion, but had secret of the uh, of the scaffolders' fame or the scaffolders' friends' fame, uh, Richard Farhey. Um, yeah. The horse on his oh, on um, his penultimate ran. Uh, was uh, fourth of 12 at Pontefract on a day when the track had reverted to normal uh, and that you just couldn't come from off the pace. Um, and he was drawn widest of all, 12 of 12, son of Havana Gold. He had very little chance of making his uh, making his mark. I thought he was a really good bet at Chester uh, last, um, was it last Sunday? I think it was actually. Back up in trip to seven furlongs. And he just completely blew the start. I mean, this thing must have been 10 lengths behind with about probably two and a half furlongs to go and nearly, nearly ran down the winner. I mean, if you didn't mark this performance up, you must have been Stevie Wonder. Uh, and the winner come, came from a stable which has been in cracking form, um, David Evans's yard, Kiss, uh, uh, Kiss and Cuddle. 
Um, we ran a, quite a decent race again next time out. It did uh, into a headwind as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Evans Yard's been on fire, actually. If you look at their winners above expected, they were one of, over the last 28 days, they were one of the leading yards in the country. I think only Mick Appleby had a better uh, than that. And Julie Camacho is another yard to keep an eye on as well under that metric as well, which I particularly like because it shows up people who are really informed rather than just relying on bare old strike rates. Anyhow, back to have secret. The dear old thing only got beaten ahead in the end. Um, and I thought I've got to back this thing again next time out. He turns up on Sunday, 5.45 at Haydock. Please don't blow the start. Holtz is obviously very talented. The, even the run at Pontefract was very, very promising. I think that was a decent uh, maiden slash novice. Uh, and it certainly was a good run last um, last weekend. If you haven't seen the race, go and have a look at it. Because if you didn't know the, if you, you obviously didn't know the result, you think this thing probably had finished about fourth or fifth. So it's, I saw a bit of three to one, three points on the nose, three to one. Have secret five forty five on Haydock uh, in the old Sunday series. Good stuff. Three to one, three points. And and Andy, you, I'm, I'm sorry for you there, and I'm not in the best of form this this, this season. Uh, it was a Jimmy Lindley for me to have secret. Not not because it wasn't uh, an unbuzzer, but it was just so eye-catching to what you've just said. I mean, you just looked at it and thought, I mean, for people who haven't seen it, just go and watch it. I'm amazed how he got so near. Yeah, he's, he's definitely... Oh, he's definitely, obviously yeah. got... A, and even the, it's the run at Pontefract as well. You'll see exactly what I mean, because that, that it did run really well there. Um, it was it a did, very... It, yeah, it's it wasn't a very, awful. very decent run that um, that fourth from an outside draw. Didn't have any chance to track the Pontefract. We know what it's like. It's, you know, reverted. The second had won the time before. Um, there hasn't been much. There's been horses come out and run out of the race. It's not the strongest form, but it looked, with de- looked a decent race. And I say from where he was, I mean, the first three were, uh, the descriptions were close up, led and then prominent. I mean, he had no chance where he came from, but he was slow away. So, you know, hopefully don't blow the start. If you've got the, if you've got the option, it might be might be worth saving a couple of quid to um uh, to uh, back the back the bugger in running. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you say getting off get off the pace and stuff. Yeah. But, but he's certainly certainly a cult to look forward to. Yeah. I think in the autumn, etc. I do think he'll go forwards. Good nap, Andy. Three points at threes on the Sabbath uh, <laughs> for you there. Um, okay, we've got two to come now. Uh, John and uh, Quentin. I'm going to go to John first. Uh, so we're getting bored with the continual regular selections. <laughs> Please add a bear with me. Oh, fuck off. It doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> this one, uh, again, terribly predictable. It's a 252 at Redcar, and it's another one to land the treble for Happy Tim. And this is Give It Some Teddy. Oh, yes. Yes. Lovely here. I think he's won the final of this series in the past. He's shown enough the last twice to indicate a return to the winner's enclosure is imminent. Uh, he's got an ideal draw if the sometimes present bias is in operation. <laughs> and it warms inconvenience him if it isn't, because far as not so bad anyway if they come up the middle. He's more than capable of this, Mark. Probably even hit it on seasonal debut when I thought he wintered terribly well and I was surprised he wasn't completely last at York. Um, I do think he's pretty well in now and uh, uh, he's a fairly solid port for me. I'm happy to go three points win on this one. Three points win at five to one. 
for John. Frog Eyes, uh, two uh, two your bets with Frog Eyes on board, John? That's perfectly all right. Frog Eyes has got two eyes and can keep an eye on each of them. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, so give it some teddy for John for his very best. And to finish the round, we're going to Quentin Franks. Come on, Quentin. Here's with a good one. Yes, with a good and likely. Well, in the in the words of Wild Cherry, press that fucking klaxon, white boy. I yes. am going to the in the sixteen thirty Ascot. Yes. My... <laughs> um, there's not really much that you haven't said. You you kind of look at the market and he's just a well handicapped horse. Overcame steady fractions last time out. You look at the Sandown run that's worked out. You got V site that I think it was John put up that is, has, has about a stone in hand still. It's just yeah. strong for Berkshire Breeze is a plodder needs further. Fran Strauss beat a, a roguing Australian angel in the eight to thirteen jolly blew out. Pub crawl, I think you liked it on the Epsom run. And very kind tricky of, horse. Very tricky horse. Hasn't shown really anything since. Sharp combo is probably better on your weather. Sheer rocks is, yeah, semi-interesting, but was on the right part of the track at Chester. And, yeah, Hamaki's just a seriously well-handicapped horse. I like Spencer, honest. It's the round course, middling draw in seven. It should be a lot shorter than four to one. It should be. I, I think this should be around nine to four. That's I'd have it. I'd have it top of the head. Uh, I'd have it shorter if Spencer went on it, but <laughs> we can't have it all. At least it's not Turner. I mean, that, mm. that, you know, any any every time there's a Shergar Cup, any, anybody but Turner. Anybody but Turner. Um, but <laughs> it's bloody winning it though. I know. I know. This is it. I, I, she oh, I she does me a good ride. Never ever absolutely never does Turner do me a good ride ever never does me a turn um no and never does me a good ride either um anyway we, we, I hope you've enjoyed the best bets there we've got some good ones I, I think there's some good we've got a klaxon as well with Hamaki and um, I said we wouldn't tip at the Shergar Cup we have you nearly you nearly had another one Lee as well because the, the fourth on my list was uh was one of Quintin's uh in the sweet Solara Navaki no yeah the the Burkos yeah, yeah. Yeah, stride form. That's stride form. As, or as John says, you know, John puts it much better than stride form. And, and can I just put a word in for um, one of my favourite horses of the year? Because I think he's just improved that much. And this might be a bridge too far, but he's running in the old pre-Morris de Geest. Oh, Sunday, Sunday, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry Three, who I think is massively overpriced at 20 to 1. Absolutely, yeah. You 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 picked a gem there because the um there's been very few horses that have blasted up that stand side yeah. uh your this season. Um and I would give that the utmost respect. Um that is a very interesting choice. In fact, it's a in fact I tell you what, we'll we'll start. I mean, I know like some of some of you chaps might not not, not look too in depth, but look the pre-Morris de Geese is a fantastic race. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the races of the season. Um, seven to two naval crown, nine to two Artorius, Quentin's horse in the July Cup, um, and and ran very well Artorius, I thought in the July Cup. Um, perfect power, nine to two Harry three, eight to one now Andy Harry. Is three. it? I saw twenties yeah. earlier. No, no, no. That that's Fantasy Island. Oh, it's gone. Must have been the Fantasy Island <laughs> odds checker prices then. It's good. Yeah, uh, Minzal uh, eight to one that won the Hackwood. Um, again, uh, I, I didn't expect that one to uh, to do that, but it did. 
Rohan is Rohan's twenty to one. That's that's quite big as well uh, for an each way monkey um, like him. Quentin, uh, of the horses I've mentioned there, anything that kind of sort of like sticks out at your end? Probably Harry Free. To be honest, what, what price did you say it was? Andy Eight. said. Uh, Andy said. Uh, only he said one, he's seen I can some... only find one on odds checker, which is which was twenty to one with eight eight eight, eight sport. And they're the only people I can find a price with. Uh, yeah, best and it says twenty to one, but I mean that might be complete fantasy island. Um, I, I can't find anyone else who's priced it up. Best I've got. I'm just looking now live as we record. It is eight to one Labrooks, seven to one Coral, eight to one Paddy Power, eight to one Betfair, seven to one Skybet. Yeah, it's it's a great listen. It's I think it's a fantastic race. Um, mm. you know, somewhat like John, Johnny, Johnny, John. You don't like that Garris, do you, Charlie Hills? Well, you know, I'm not nothing particularly against Garris. No, but you 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 said in past. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I just sunk in there. What you said, uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's one of them at 16s. You know, it's that kind of horse that always ends up. Popping up and you think, how was that one? Uh, but what a race that was! Yeah, I'm gonna say I don't, I can't see it in this. This is a really good race. Can't predict the winner though. Um, but Harry three uh, mentioned for and eight. Uh, Quentin sort of likes Harry three. Not sure he's that bothered at eights though. Quentin, do I get that feeling? No. Uh, no. I'm, I'm trying to pull up the card now and have a quick scan. For what price was Highfield Princess? Highfield Princess is eight. Twelve with Skybet. Yeah, that might have been. I'll have a spin through and maybe maybe put some thoughts out on the old tweet machine. Um, well, I totally forgot the race was this weekend, to be honest. So. A corker of a race Sunday. Um, yeah, yeah the, the Morris to Geese, that is definitely one. Uh, to, if you're in, in the household and uh, you're not pissed or you're not um, with the kids, <laughs> one to watch. Um, okay, we'll go through tomorrow's action. We'll leave the Shergar Cup to the experts and we'll look at New market first of all, which Who's the experts on the Shergar <laughs> Yeah, oh, oh, Josh Appiarfe and things. No, he's only, only does the racing league. <laughs> he does the racing league. What, who does the Shergar Cup? These I don't, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know. If Adele Mulrennan does the paddock job, um, are you going to explode again? <laughs> <laughs> Explodes, doesn't it? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> ITV is not good for John's health. No, yeah. oysters, oysters, and things like that. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll come on to the sweet Solera, um, because uh, Quentin's tipped in that, and Andy nearly tipped in that, mm. so we kind of get where you guys are at. Yeah, um, I, I just want to throw a curveball that. Um, if they did go slow and it was tactical, Lady Alara would be best place to take advantage. She has, she definitely has the most gears to be able to quicken up. Ivory Madonna's a complete shit out. Um, I agree with Quentin about the tail carriage of Lakota Sue. It's always a concern. Going, yeah, it's absolutely. It's, it just whirls around like a propeller. It, it's not. <laughs> It's not great. Um, it's going to get worse at the death camp as well. Isn't absolutely, it? yeah, yeah. Running for that yard, I mean, it's a terrible yard. Um, so Lady Alara, that has definitely got the most foot. I'm 100 percent adamant that that she can quicken up. 
so she could cause a shock if 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 it was messy. Um, so that's for punters, maybe in running punters, or maybe you think it could be a crawl in the race. And Lady Alara, I think, will be best placed to take advantage. I would say that the old the Johnstons have got a good record in the race, haven't they? I mean, they've since twenty fourteen, they've gone one two one one two three. Yeah, you were following state. You were following state. If you were following kilt form, well, that's it. I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, it's typical kilt form, really. That they 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 just might decide to bum out and 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 just kilt track, isn't it? Yeah, they just might bum out. I mean, it's it's the doiler as well. I mean, if you look at do do doilers stats at seven furlongs Newmarket. Oh, uh, expert jockey farm as well. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, the the doiler, that's where he rides. <laughs> expert, expert Someone jockey. Someone belongs to one mouth. Expert, expert, expert. Um, there we go. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind, it kind of adds up that you probably shouldn't underestimate the kilt horse, really, I suppose, given the, uh, given the statistics. I'd, I'd give the top one a chance as well. Old Ishmael Mohammed's horse, Al Sayyub. Did it I mean, nice. She would be like, Eight of the last ten winners that they've all won over this course and distance. So track form, there you go. If you want some track form, track form. We've got stride form. Track form. Uh, yeah, you've got stride form. Um, so Al Sayyub's won over course and distance. So's Davina Grace. Um, so there's another two on the on that on the track stats. So, but I still think you know I agree with Quentin. I think that the, the Burke horse is the the one who's the, got the biggest go forward, if you like. Yeah. There was a bit of four to one earlier about that. Yeah, there the, the was actually about thirteen to two, six to one. Yeah, he has been really. I thought really, I was doing well really, getting fours. It's, Quint, it's the Quentin Franks anti purse service oh, members it? that have uh, oh, hammered right. that. Okay, we'll go to the the Phoenix Stakes at the Curra. What a corker this is! I say there's some fantastic racing because if anyone can sort of bet in this confidently, like with chest out. Uh, blogger probably will do, and he's blocked the bastards this week as well. And, uh, I mean, your mention of the blogger is is he's got to be this. He's got a feature in the best tweet of the week, wasn't he? Because somebody had tweeted today that only the blogger can stop Liz Trust now. <laughs> Get him on. Absolutely, but I mean the 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 thing um, regards to the, this race. I mean, can can any of us? Uh, pin pin our colours to the mass at the prices and say anything is is worth a bet. It, it's a very good race. I think it's priced up pretty accurately. At the prices, I probably favour Little Big Bear at five to two currently than Brad Sell at thirteen to eight. But I don't I don't think there's a lot in it. Thoughts, chaps? Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm marginally far favour Brad Sill, but I wouldn't be backing it at the price if that made I think it's a race I just want to sit and watch and enjoy. Um but I think you know Brad Sill has got a pretty tasty rating, hasn't he? And a Coventry form is working out pretty well. So I I wouldn't let's say let's put it this way, I wouldn't want to lay him. No, it that's, that's I, 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 I think it's priced up perfectly now. Now, Blackbeard was originally putting four to one, and I laughed at that. Um, that's now eights. Um, Shartash is ten. That's about right. Them two eights and tens. Persian Force third in at fives. Little little big bear. I, I think that's a little big at five to two. Um, that was a. I thought it was a huge performance last time. Um, I, I accept I might have got the second wrong. Yosemite Valley in terms of. 
what I thought it could do. It probably ran to 100, which does put Little Big Bear on about 110, Brad's 114. So maybe the prices are about right, but I think if uh, gun to the head, I'd be Little Big Bear at 5-2 at five to two over Brad's for some reason. Don't know why. I just think maybe more more progression um, from Little Big Bear. Quentin, any thoughts on it? Uh, there's, there's not really a... You look at these races and you normally try and find a weak link at the top of the market or the middle of the market, and there really isn't one. They've kind of got it spot on. The only the only way I'd have it round, I'd probably have uh, Sartash to confirm places with Blackbeard further back than ideal than that one at last time out and um, found trouble in running to boot. He would probably be shade over, but not enough for me to have a bet. Um, top of the market-wise looks absolutely spot on we had said i think we said the windsor castle didn't look too good that's worked out uh, we did say physical progression from little big bear would come and that seems to be what he's doing brad sell was obviously impressive in the coventry caught out on the wing and running away with it essentially um market looks spot on bar i'd have satash in as full favorite yeah no that's a good point actually because um like you say, Shartash did didn't didn't have the run of the race and still beat Blackbeard, which is why I came to the conclusion in the first place. Why is Blackbeard four to one, and why has the official handicapper got Blackbeard top rated one hundred and fifteen in the race, and it's an eight to one perk? An idiot. Anyway, moving forward, uh, um, uh, before we go on to Haddock and the Rose Lancaster, I thought I'd point something funny out today. Linda Perrett, she's training. She started training winners. Um, I know shock horror. Right, listen, listen. Though. The the funniest line I heard all day was um, that Uncle Peter's return from Hong Kong. <laughs> so she actually said that on racing TV. He's brought the he's brought the gear. He's brought he's <laughs> Uncle Peter's brought the gear. We're saved uh, from King Kong. So Linda Perrett over the next few days, watch her fly, and you ought to see the, the, the she had two winners today at Musselburgh. She had a dead eater at the air the previous night as well. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uncle Peter's brought the King Kong gear in, the King Kong carrots for, for Linda. So uh, an autumn period here. And, and this is the thing. So watch Linda Perrett's runners, I think, over the next week she, or so. In the last 28 days before today, she'd gone one from 36. The PRB yeah. figures were pretty poor and she was on the winners above expected was minus 2.24. So... The old juice better work. So Chinese Spirit won today. Monhammer won. Chinese Spirit's in again tomorrow. She's got a whole host of runners at air tomorrow. Monhammer retirement beckons. That, that's in again tomorrow. Uh, yeah. What the the key words here are Uncle Peter. <laughs> Does anyone know who Uncle Peter is? Evidence is key. It's obviously Linda's uncle, and and you know Uncle Peter's returned from King Kong. That's all we need to know. Thank you, Linda. Thank you for that gift. Uh, over the next two days. Only if Uncle Peter knows Uncle Rural Gourmet. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's been out that way, who knows? I mean, you know, I mean, you know, it's uh, roosters and rabbits. He and... was knocking out out of a black rooster this morning, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he should be. A, he should be a show sponsor. I should get in touch with Gourmet. It will fit our product perfectly. You, um, either, you yeah. either need you either need them or the or a gin sponsor. It is, it is. It's not my gym build down, which is horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on to Haddock. Uh, two lovely races there tomorrow. We've got the London Mile uh, Qualifier at 
nine to four five electrical storm. Any views here, chaps? I think if young fire winds, I'll probably be jumping off a building. Mm. It's been a bit of a it's been a bit of a cliff horse, but I've just noticed the times on the first two races at Haddock this evening, and um, it's slower than they've given. <laughs> I know it's terrible. I mean, that's the thing. You know, when you're it's planning about seven yeah. seconds slow the last sprint. Oh, <laughs> right. So, well, uh, that's handy to know. So at least we're looking. Well, it might dry out a little bit, but but yeah, we're looking at it's, we're looking at. So I'm about ten miles. I'm about 10 miles from the track. It is sunny at the moment, but um, it could be very glue-like. Quentin, John, any thoughts in this? Not really in view of the ground. Uh, I did think that Young Thayer might turn it on a bit here and possibly win, but I've I've no strong conviction on the race, to be honest. I I thought Mr Mr McCann ran terribly dead um, last time out in the uh, Britannia, but before that, it's not too bad, is it? Three, three, three and three quarter lengths behind Star of India at Chester. After that, running the German Guineas behind Maljoom. I did think back off ninety nine. Maybe a bit of digging the ground might be key to him. You know, like maybe maybe that's it. Maybe he doesn't handle very quick ground. I, I, I don't Red know. Some man, I'd be a bit worried about. Till well, I, I, absolutely, I'm totally guessing. I'm just trying to make a case yeah. for. For Carlton Palmer's, it's it's one of them that you won't be surprised if it won off ninety nine. Does anybody know if he's doing any better since he teamed up with? He's at, he's, he actually got off to a good start, and he's he's not really he's not really massively improved his stats. No, I, from... I, I got the impression he sort of returned to bring the rich bloke pissing about. Yeah, obviously Ebro River and Fools Rush in last week at Chester was very uh, beneficial. I think bar that he was going through quite a, quite a lean spell um, yeah. prior to that. But but yeah, I won't, still I won't on the the list then. Yes, <laughs> Quentin, any view here? Don't really like Electrical Storm. The form stacks up. Um... But he's just a bit hangy for me in the finish. Not markedly so or not markedly doggy, but there's just something there that I don't like. Um, you've got the Trinidad, who's a York Every chance he gets a solo here, but the ground was a nagging doubt. Given he had blown up on that before. I don't think I'll be having a bet. If I had a gun to my head, it would be Mr. McCann, but yeah, 11-2's going. He's now 9-2-4. to two, four. I can kind mm. of see at that prize with ground doubts. Well, of course, Mr. Mechanics owned by the footballers, I believe. Um, <laughs> is it? I can't remember. Which, it's the same lot who own that box to box and that. I think Paul Skulls, Michael, yeah. and Arnold Greaves, all people like that in that, I think. Uh, yeah. Just talking about Carlton's stats this year, I'll quickly run them. Uh, 28 winners from 207 runners. Percentage runners beaten figures are not great, to be honest with you. And the winners above expected is below expected. By right, there you go. About four, about four winners. If you'd have backed all, if you'd have backed all his runners at SP, you would have been doing seventy-four and a half points. So Owens made the changes and made no fucking difference whatsoever. Not um, <laughs> he, he brought us up and he said, "I need a good thirty-five minutes from your account and, and nothing's happened. <laughs> My overriding memory of Carlton Palmer is uh, in that Graham Taylor documentary with uh, Graham Taylor shouting, Carlton, Carlton. If you've ever seen that one, the one where he loses his job. Forget what it is. Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah, he's shouting at the linesman. You've cost me my job. You know you've cost me my job. Yeah. yeah. You'll find out that. Yeah. 
Anyway, fight the finale before we close the show. Three o'clock haddock. Grocer Jack just has to reproduce the last run, doesn't it? The, the figure was monstrous. Just do do the same again. The shirt's found one here, hasn't he? I mean, change the tactics. I mean, I mean, they've been holding this up in in France and wherever they've run it before, and and, yeah. and just and it's it's. I I didn't like the horse because it always like pulled on and then ran on, and you think well. Why spend you? But this, I think that was the key. That the shirt just said, just, just get on with it, and it's got on with it, and it just absolutely pulverised it. The time backs it up. I know, like Cadillac's a bit of a shit house and stuff, but, but the time. The time was commensurate with a one one six hours, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. There's nothing here gets near this. If that, if Grosser Jack reproduces the last run. Then it's it's, it's forget game know, over. It's game it, over. It, game over. Are we in agreement with that chap? Yeah, my one slight doubt is the ground, and that always is. It always it always is at A dogs. I never know when it's going to be. And the mm. one horse I would like to see run well because I like the horse is intelligent. I, I think yeah, he, the, the, he can nick a race. At, I think he could nick a race at this level, and he might have just run into one at this level. And I wouldn't rule out Royal Champion if you were looking for a couple to sling in forecasts. Intelligent. I thought Royal Champion ran a really good race last time out. Looked looked like the horse I thought he was going to be. Yeah, I just think that's a bit short of Grosser Jack. I, I genuinely think that is that is like sort of one hundred and late teens in terms of, of a horse. Uh, quite final view. Uh, Grosser Jack's got the got the figures on the clock. You did get a kind of uncontested lead there. You got Peter the Great here, Maria's Diamond probably pressing for it, but I don't think he needs to lead. Like as you said, he's quite happy to sit behind Brentford hope would be of interest in the in the kind of place market if I want to see a few more times on the round course tonight but soft ground form pieces pieces back on um always thought he's kind of up to listed uh, weak group three level um it'll be a large price in the place market and there's a few in there above him I don't particularly like um but yeah obviously grocer jack's the one to beat Good stuff. Cracking show, gents. Uh, really appreciate your input for this show. We're back on Sunday, myself, John, and uh, Law Malvo, Chris, uh, to go through uh, the week's shenanigans and uh, talk rubbish uh, for 45 to 50 minutes and slag a few people off, as usual. So have a great weekend. Uh, get on all our bets, including the Claxon, including the treble, including Andy's best bets, because Andy's in form and caning us this year, and John's as well at, at the local. That's all from us. Bye for now.